You're listening to The Exchange on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Welcome back. It's The Exchange on CJAD. Dave Kaufman, Avi Goldberg, and Bruce Springsteen's biggest fan, Dave McGimsey. I love that song. The song there's the dampness on the edge of town. I like that. It's no millionaire onion. It's not. But it'll do. Song. Yeah. Yeah. I used to think that Bruce Springsteen was just the cheesiest. Right. That he sang about his Ford and his Chevy. <laughs> that there was no there was nothing to it. That it was easy to just write a song about how hard life is and how how going to the bar and seeing the smiling waitress and that saving the day is is i found it so simple and then i saw it in concert and i'm hooked <laughs> and it happened about oh 12 years ago it came to montreal i think it was 2003 and uh i think i've seen him almost a dozen times since there is something goosebumps isn't even the word to describe it but there there is something so magical about that feeling that you get at the spring at a Springsteen show, it's very and I'm not religious in the least, but I feel like this is the closest I get to having some sort of a religious experience in my day to day life. There's something very churchy about a Springsteen concert, just the way that the stage is set up. It's it really looks like you're worshiping at the altar of rock and roll. There is um, a strange parallel in what I do and my fandom for Bruce Springsteen, uh, I mean, I do the, the radio thing. I do a bit of writing. And for some reason, it seems the journalists just adore Bruce Springsteen. Uh, this is uh, from Peter King. I really want to meet Bruce Springsteen this week. Is that too much to ask? Come to think of it. If I met him, what would I say? I love your music. The wrestler's going to be an ESPN instant classic. I'd probably just say the same thing that I often say to my dog. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from Joe Poznanski, one of my favorite writers. Springsteen, to so many of us, represents an almost boundless energy. He gets older, but he doesn't get old. He still rocks past curfew. There are uh, so many, so many amazing uh, writers here, and there's just a little piece from each of them. Uh, okay, Michael Silver. First, a disclaimer. I love Bruce Springsteen the E Street Band. I've seen him many times in concert. An acoustic guitar bearing his signature sits in my living room. Don Banks, I'm in favor of I'm in favor of a free Springsteen concert wherever and whenever. <laughs> um, Steve Carp, tonight may have cracked my personal top ten shows of all time over the 41 years I've been seeing Bruce and near 200 shows. That's how good it was, and that was written May 19th. So there's something really fantastic about seeing a an artist who has that same passion and zest for it that he had 41 years ago. There is not one night where Bruce Springsteen gives you an Aretha Franklin-style performance. 
And there's something really to be said for that. The way that he's able to give each fan that moment. And I've sat in the front row and I have sat in the last row. And I'll tell you, the show I saw last row behind the stage at Madison Square Garden might have been the best I've seen. What what you say then, just listening to you talk, and it's in, it's interesting the way that you compare, let's say, the way you describe your own personal experience with some of the sports writers you just read about. Now, you clearly describe it as kind of like almost like an awe-inspiring religious type of feeling where I dare say uh, do the lyrics and the content of the songs e- even matter as much as the experience itself? Uh, whereas, you know, the, these sports writers are kind of talking about, you know, like the, the, the energy of the, of the singer and he's a good person. Um, so so uh, what, is, is it really that religious awe, you know, that, that sort of overtakes you and kind of... I love seeing Dave's, <laughs> though, enthusiasm and hearing it in his voice. That's even more exciting. You know, I thought, like, there's oh, we're going to have to, like, roll him up in a carpet and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... I think, he, I think getting, he brought he's getting down. really, really worked up about this, you know. I, I, and I to felt me, he was going there, and then he just to me always like <laughs> I would always think like going to well, see it's a not Springs- the hip there. Come on, <laughs> going to see a Springsteen show would be like being in church. You'd be there saying, "Oh my God, I'm not going to get out of here for a while." <laughs> Am I? I would always think it was just like that experience. You know? This is from uh, Deadspin's Drew Maggery, who was not a Springsteen fan. He said that he he he's hot and cold. It's it's sort of just like any other artist, and I don't understand that. But I'll tell you. Bruce Springsteen is the perfect embodiment of what sports writers want to see in the athletes they cover. He is the musical David Eckstein. He's tough. He's scrappy. (laughs) He comes from humble roots and he's self-made. He's blue collar. He's the first guy to get to the stadium. He's the last guy to leave. He runs out as pop flies. He's loyal to his home state of New Jersey, even though he moved to L.A. for a bit and has a house in Florida. He's (laughs) he writes songs that are rocking without anywhere being close to threatening. He's the underdog that so many sports writers want to see in themselves, which is how they end up composing endless peons to the sax break in Born to Run. (laughs) Well, that about sums me up. Catch The Exchange live weeknights 8 to 10 on the radio on CJAD 800 and online at CJAD.com.